0: someone that said i'm interested in knowing your thoughts on nephrotic syndrome now nephrotic syndrome guys here is a kidney disease and um just to be more specific and accurate like what this disease actually does is of course it affects the kidneys but it also causes too much protein to be passed down into your urine now you know, another aspect to that also that comes into place, and it's important that I mention this because it's it's kind of playing a big role in terms of why and how this ailment could psychosomatically, you know, be caused. Not necessarily caused, but big aspects that's contributing to the onset of this because also what's happening is that we have damage that's been caused in, um, you know, like the clusters, like the small blood vessels that's also in your kidneys that filter out the... You know, the waste and the excess water also from your blood. So, firstly, what we have here is the kidneys. So, we're looking at psychosomatic traumas and aspects associated with resentment. We're looking at something in your life where, you know, a safe environment that you were in or are in is meant to make you feel safe. But it's actually having the opposite, um, you know, sensational feeling that it gives you. It's not making you feel safe. Yet, you continue to look for safety and love within toxic and unhealthy circumstances and from people who's not emotionally capable of giving that to you then we also have you know the protein which is the protein that's that's you know too much being given into you know going into the urinal tract protein normally psychosomatically means love it normally actually means love and look where it's going it's going straight into the bladder it feels a feeling a sensation of like It doesn't matter how much love I give and I give and I give. And my love is just not being received. It's just being, and it feels like you give so much, but you feel that powerlessness within you where it's just flushing even through you, right? It's just not being received very well. And another part when we look at, for example, here with, um, I just want to get that, the small blood vessels in the kidneys as well. Right, So these little vessels that's now also responsible for filtering waste and excess water from your blood. Waste, of course, we know what that could also psychosomatically mean. Here we're looking at emotional stress and dynamics that is toxic, that, that feels almost like waste. It's not healthy for you. It needs to be disposed of. It's not serving you anymore. So something there needs to give, something in your life needs to shift. And when we look at the blood aspect, blood is all about communication. Blood is all about communication. So it begs the question, where and how in your life are you communicating yourself? Where you feel completely disregarded, completely dominated, just squashed and completely suppressed. And this is coming from people that you expect to give you love. People that you expect to give you more than what they are capable of. And there's resentment now, there's anger of feeling that this need, if I push these people just a little bit harder, if I'm more attached to helping them to heal and to grow, then they can finally give me what what I need. Your attachment to people who don't have the capacity yet to change, who's not ready to change yet, is causing you a lot of suffering. A lot of suffering. And this can also be an inherited pattern. That you, for example, have maybe from mom or from dad. Maybe you observe this way of behavior from mom or maybe from dad, but from someone. It could be that you copied that actually. And it's about looking also at the way that you were communicated. How did people communicate to you? How did it make you feel? Did it make you feel good? Did it make you feel bad? Did it feel toxic? Did it feel unhealthy? But feeling that you had to take it, feeling that you had to just endure that because if you rejected that you would reject the very personal thing that you feel a need or an attachment to to receive something such as maybe love attention protection because let's face it you know sometimes we are in circumstances especially as a child you know children are best examples where the mother and the father might be really toxic parents they're not good parents but the child doesn't have a choice other than being connected or staying with those parents because Those parents are that child's only source of survival. You know, so the very thing that is meant to make a child feel safe is also their biggest um, perceived enemy in this case. But they don't have a choice. They have to accept and adapt to this unhealthy or toxic behavior from a certain parent for the sake of survival. So there's a pattern that could already have been preconditioned here in that case. I'm not saying that's necessarily your case, but this is normally something when you look at kidney problems, this is sometimes the, the essence of what you're looking at. That's the foundation of what you're looking at. Um, it could also mean that there was abuse um, taking place in, in the person's childhood. It could be that the predisposition of inherited trauma and abuse was so strong that it could have taken a person just one moment or a parent to yell and scream at you. And it triggered and it flared up all these memories of generational trauma of being and feeling abused by people that you're meant to feel safe with. That also can happen and that's the complex aspect and part of, you know, epigenetics and environmental stress and how that can affect, you know, your biological makeup and how that is being expressed as well. Really also depending on how heightened, how how strong or resilient you are to abuse. In this case, I feel the resilience level was extremely low. Because otherwise you would not have reacted or you know ended up with this element in the first place. It's not that you are emotionally weak. Not at all. It's just that the biological makeup had it, its cup has run over. Its cup has run over for dealing with certain specific emotional stress factors and the body feels saturated. It feels tired. It just doesn't want to deal with this anymore. And when that happens then we start to have elements as well also have a look at kidney problems when you have kidney problems we i I always always have a look at also what was happening in the womb meaning when you were in your mother's womb what was happening there what was her diet like what was her stress levels like because did she take any medication because that can actually have an effect on your kidneys as well was it did your mother drink did she drink alcohol did she perhaps drink even tap water which now I've been speaking up about this for so long, which is <laughs> the most toxic form of fluid. I mean, you, you're better off having wine than drinking tap water, honestly, because it has been linked to severe heart problems and severe kidney problems in children who mature later in life that developed in the womb while the mother was drinking tap water. So even something as simple as that can actually have had a tremendous effect on your kidneys. But that also means that why would someone else's kidneys not be affected, but yours were, and both moms would take tap water. That's a tricky part of epigenetics. That's the tricky part about dinner lineage and trauma factors and aspects that can be triggered. And that's why I say that you already had a very weakened predisposition, emotional predisposition for everything that I've mentioned so far in this video already at your birth at, sorry, at your birth at the womb stages so that begs the question was mom perhaps feeling some similar emotions and if you can't find a new mom then look at your grandmother on your mother's side especially if the if you have your mom's mitochondrial dna because we know we can get it from the dad as well hence why some people are like the dad but in this case um this is new research by the way it's really cool stuff But in this case, normally, predominantly, I would look at the maternal grandmother. And so look at what emotional patterns does she have? Is it similar to what I just said in this video? Because normally every third generation trauma points tend to come back with the intention because the DNA lineage is trying to cleanse out these factors because the DNA lineage is designed to evolve. It's designed to grow and heal. And so what this is also showing you is just showing you that the DNA lineage wants to let go of this emotional psychosomatic, emotional stress and patterning and break the cycle. And that's exactly where you are. You are breaking a cycle in the DNA lineage. So in terms of working on it, I don't know what modality you use metaphysical anatomy. We have our own modalities uh, called MIT. And you can find much more out about that on metaphysicalanatomy.com. You can even go to the level one online healing course and work on yourself or go to any of my level one teachers. They also teach online or live, join any of our courses live um, to really get a grip on this and to start to get um, a sense of how can I shift this? How can I heal that? Because I've already given you so many points that you can address to start to call your power back from this condition. So Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for this really great question. And guys, keep asking these great questions. I love it. Until next time, be the light that you are.